get to say this last time, but because I was too nervous last time to think. But this time, I feel much better. And I wanted to say thank you to the church family for discipling me to be able to desire to teach. So, yeah, thank you guys. So, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34. If anyone has the Pew Bible number, can you, share, can you shout that? What was it? 560. Right. Anyone who listens to me is happy, watching at my doors every day, waiting by the posts of my doorway. Father, please help me to teach and preach, not by earthly wisdom, but by your heavenly and divine wisdom. Help us to hear wisdom's call to us today and help us to respond well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, so one of my, <laughs> wow, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> the echo chamber. <laughs> so one of my favorite movie series is The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I love the series for many reasons. The music, the fight scenes, and the memes that come from it. But I love how there's a clear division, a clear line between good and evil. These iconic hobbits, elves, dwarves, men, they fight in a wonderfully clear and polar world with a clear bad, bad side and good side. And the first nine chapters of Proverbs is revealed to, revealed to us an underlying order of good and bad in this world despite the chaos we may feel lost in. So up to our passage today, we're supposed to feel a tension between two paths, wisdom which leads to life and foolishness which, which leads to death, lady wisdom and the wayward woman, or a good side and a bad side. We're supposed to feel the question which side am I supposed to pick? And then Solomon pleads with us uh, to see the value of wisdom. And his plea ends in chapter 8 where we are with a final exhortation to, for us to listen to wisdom. So the main goal for us today is to listen to wisdom. Listen to wisdom. And the first point is a reason to listen to wisdom. So listen to wisdom because it brings happiness. Wisdom brings happiness. That's the first point. And the last two are attitudes we should have as we listen to wisdom. We must listen to wisdom excitedly and continually. So listen to wisdom, point one, because it brings happiness. Point two, listen to wisdom excitedly. And three, continually. All right, so we'll look at our first point. Wisdom brings happiness. <clears throat> How does wisdom bring happiness? Verse 10 of chapter 8, you can probably see it on the same page. It says, accept my instruction instead of silver, and knowledge rather than pure gold. So, we might not feel a, a love for gold, but 
whatever we desire, whatever we desire is, wisdom is better than that. And we see that in the next verse, for wisdom is better than jewels and nothing desirable can equal it. And then verse 35 of chapter eight, the verse right after the one that we're meditating on today, says, for the one who finds me finds life and, obtain, and obtains favor from the Lord. Now, if that's not an argument for how wisdom brings happiness, I don't know what is. Because listening to wisdom brings life, not only eternal life, but life in your life. Imagine making God-glorifying decisions every moment of your life. Like, that would be such, you would live such a better life. Imagine how much life would be produced in your family if you displayed God's wisdom in serving your spouse, in, in loving your siblings, in teaching your kids and obeying your parents. How much life in the workplace would be produced if your coworkers, or if you, if you loved your coworkers and loved them as yourself, and if you had a happy heart in everything that you did. Wisdom brings life to your broken life and dead life. It revitalizes your friendships, it encourages the church, and it gains you favor with the one who created the universe. How could we refuse such an invitation? And yet, we constantly reject this invitation. Some of us have had life-changing opportunities in our lives, or we're still waiting for that life-changing spouse, that life-changing job, that life-changing season of life. But do you guys feel the life-changingness of this invitation, that we are invited to share in the world-creating wisdom of God. That the wisdom of God, that the wisdom God used to create life and the world is the wisdom that will create life in our own lives. So accept this invitation and listen to wisdom. Let's move on to our second point. How are we supposed to listen to wisdom? What attitude must we have as we listen to wisdom? And this is our second point. We must listen to wisdom excitedly. Excitedly. Look, to, look at verse 34. Anyone who listens to me is happy, watching at my doors every day, waiting by the posts of my doorway. What are you excited about? What are you waiting for? What are you watching for? Is it more of God? Is it more of divine wisdom? I think of when our relatives visit from Minnesota, the seagulls. A lot of you have met them, but I love when they come to stay with us at our house. It's always just so fun, and I love just talking to them. But I remember the second time they came, because there was no habit of them coming, coming every year. So the second time they came, me and my siblings were so excited that we were waiting at the door for them to ring the doorbell or like to see their shadow. And we were just waiting so that we can open the door and just hug them. And we were so excited and we were waiting there for like three hours. <laughs> and by the end, well, we fell asleep because we were tired after three hours. So we didn't get to hug them as soon as they came in. But that attitude, that initial attitude that we had is the attitude we should have for wisdom. Like, are, are they coming yet? Are they here yet? Or like when kids ask in the car, like, are we there yet? Or, yeah, just what can I learn? If we, if we love God, we should be excited when listening to wisdom. You should 
ask yourself, is there more I can learn? Is there more I can grow in? Is there more I can see of God? You should be excited to listen to wisdom if, it, if wisdom brings you joy and life in God's favor. And Proverbs 1.20 says, Wisdom calls out in the streets. She makes her voice heard in the public squares. Now the street is a common place, especially in those days, because that's how you got everywhere. But it wasn't a place that you just like, oh, I'm gonna learn wisdom on the streets. Like, you take the streets to go to the temple, to go to the synagogue. Even now you take the streets to go here, to the church gathering. But wisdom calls out from the common places. She calls out from everywhere, not just on the phone with a member, not just here, not just when you're talking to a pastor, everywhere. Right now, is your heart open just asking God, like, hey, what, what are you trying to teach me? What can I grow in? What, what are you trying to convict me of? Do you look for wisdom throughout the week? Do you wake up and ask yourself, God, what wisdom are you trying to show me today? Are you excited to listen to wisdom through church members, trials, and blessings? We must listen to wisdom excitedly. Now on to our third point, is, which is we must, continue, we must listen to her continually. Verse 34, read with me. Anyone who listens to me is happy. Watching at my doors, how often? Every day. Every day, yes. Every day, constantly, continually, without rest. God's guidance through wisdom is essential for us. If you're driving and decide to take a nap or to get distracted by all the billboards, you will crash. <laughs> In theory. I haven't, drive, I haven't driven yet, so I might, I might cut off. <laughs> but if we compromise and dabble in, in foolishness just a little bit, if we lose sight of what's right and get distracted by what's wrong, we will perish. We will surely perish. We must excitedly and continually listen to wisdom. If wisdom brings life, joy, and God's favor, then ignoring it or missing it will surely bring death, ruin, and God's punishment, God's wrath. So if you ignored wisdom, if you ignored wisdom this past week, then you did not obtain his favor. He's not pleased with you. And he hasn't been pleased with me this week. <clears throat> I can take communion this morning with a clear conscience because I realized that wisdom had been calling out to me through my mom. Just kidding. <laughs> and I had to ask my mom for forgiveness because, like, for all the times I responded to her with that classic, like, I know. Like, I know, mom. Cutting her off before I could hear what she had to say. I don't know why I'm smiling so hard right now. <laughs> but that attitude that I had was evil. Like, that's a wicked attitude. Not in a good way. Like, evil. It was evil. <laughs> like, just... I know God, I don't wanna hear what you have to say. I, know, I already know what you're trying to tell me. Like, that, have you had that attitude this week? Like I did. It stunts your growth in wisdom. Maybe you weren't even rejecting wisdom. Maybe you just, 
you were just not pursuing it. But Proverbs 8.36 scared me while I was prepping my sermon. It says, But the one who misses me harms himself. All who hate me love death. The one who misses me. Maybe you were so busy, maybe you were so preoccupied that you didn't have time to listen to what wisdom was saying. Maybe you missed it. I missed it. And according to Proverbs, that harms us. I didn't love wisdom. So, therefore, I hated wisdom. I love death, therefore. So listen to wisdom continually. We have continually and excitedly listened to our own foolish desires. We have continually proved to love death, as verse 36 says. So if you're not a Christian, please pay attention to this message, this central news. Despite our wickedness, God loved us and sent his son, Jesus, to live the perfect life we should have lived. He perfectly heeded wisdom. And so he should obtain favor from God. But instead, he took on our sins, died on the cross, and was buried with our sins. Three days later, he rose from the dead and ascended into heaven. And now, if you choose to repent from your sin, repent from your foolishness, and turn to and follow Christ, you can have that favor from God. So now we're presented with a choice. We can either pick wisdom and Christ, which leads to life, or we can remain in our foolishness and feel the wrath of God. So Christians, listen to wisdom through the sermons and through the members, even the singing. Like what is, what is this sermon exhorting me to do? What is this sermon teaching me? What are the members speaking to me? Are they rebuking me? Are they encouraging me? Even the singing. The singing corrects your heart posture. Everyone's turning to sing to God, and it invites you to sing, sing with everyone. So sing with everyone. Ask yourself if there are people who speak into your life, who speak wisdom into your life, whom you constantly reject. Are there idols you are more excited to receive from than God and his wisdom for your life? And children, do you know that you can be wise as well? Learn from the sermons, learn from church family and your parents. You can practice wisdom at home by happily obeying your parents or loving your siblings when you get in a fight. If you're in a better season of life, continue to lean on God. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own, what? Understanding. Understanding. Do not abandon Christ's, or God's divine wisdom for your earthly, seemingly fitting wisdom. If you feel discouraged, or you're, like, you're starting to slip away from God, and you, you can't even open your Bible, you don't want to pray, you don't want to excitedly wait at the door of wisdom, have members drag you to the door of wisdom. Have them 
read the Bible to you, have them pray for you, have them share their takeaways with you, have them share experiences of when wisdom was spoken into their life. So that maybe it might encourage you, maybe it might make you feel excited. Like, oh, wisdom can change my life. Tell me more. And members, look out for people who you see need this. Don't be afraid to speak wisdom into other people's lives. And if you are suffering or grieving, I thought of my brother Rise this week because it was one of my sister's birthday and I was writing in the card like, oh, I'm so excited to see you grow and in wisdom and integrity. And then I, I got really sad because Rise will not see her do that. Like the other siblings will get to see their author grow, but Rise won't get to meet her. But whatever suffering you're going through or grieving you're going through, you can still listen, you can still watch, and you can still wait for wisdom. It might feel hopeless. It might feel really hard to wait excitedly and wait constantly because it just feels hopeless. But God will lift you. And even now, if you're diligently pursuing wisdom, if you're diligently pursuing God's wisdom, despite your doubts, you do have favor with God, from God. And He's proud of you. You have found life, and one day, you will feel the overwhelming joy of being united with God on the new earth. So listen to wisdom because it brings happiness. Maybe not now, but ultimately it does. Listen to wisdom excitedly and continually, and you will grow in joy, life, and closer to God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for offering your wisdom to us. Thank you for giving us countless opportunities to grow. Help us this week to excitedly and constantly capture those opportunities and to see more of you this week. Help us to feel the joy that wisdom brings and the life that wisdom brings. And help us to feel your favor. And when we don't, help us to talk to other members and to seek out wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.